on this week's episode of Living Free with RP, we've got Josiah Iington, or as most people call him, Joe. And like most of us who have RP, he's just taking it one day at a time. I really hope you enjoy this episode, and I hope you enjoy Josiah's First of all, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for taking your time out today. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. So introduce yourself to our listeners and you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Yep, uh, sure. Uh, I'm, um, I'm from the UK. Um, I have RP. My sister has RP also, a uh, common theme. Uh, my mom is a carrier. I'm one of four kids, um, and yeah, so I was from a town called Milton Keynes. Uh, it's like a, a largest town, a couple hours north of London, um, and yeah. Is it Josiah? <laughs> is, it, is it Josiah? Josiah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm guessing from your Skype that people call you Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always introduce myself as Joe. It's just just far easier, but yeah. <laughs> a, lot of my, a lot of my closer friends call me Josiah or something like. But I, I don't mind. Just as easier to introduce. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So when did you uh, when did you get diagnosed with RP? Um, so I was a teenager. Like uh, I remember, um, so my RP journey started when we were cam- having camping trips when we were much younger. Like. Uh, uh, our parents used to take us on many camping trips and things like this. And uh, we started to have, well, my sister first, of course, started having a lot of problems at nighttime. And then I started to have problems too. But my parents didn't fully believe me because they thought that, I don't know, maybe I was, I was, like, I was definitely quite an attention-seeking child. And maybe they thought <laughs> I was just copying like my sister or something to get attention. I remember some very funny memories like uh, coming home from the toilets late night on the campsite. And I'd walk into the tent and trip over a camping chair. And my mom would be like, what are you doing? And really like, you know, give me a hard time. <laughs> because she thought like, I'm like, no, I can't see. What do you mean you can't see? It's right there in front of me. <laughs> so it took me uh, a few years to kind of convince my mom that I had a problem. Um, and so, uh, but my parents always knew that my sister had a problem not seeing at nighttime. And then we only made the connection later on and got referred to several hospitals. At this point, I was in my um, mid-teenage years, um, and yeah, it was about that time. Yeah, we went to a few different hospitals, and we eventually ended up in Moorfields Hospital in London. Um, and we saw uh, Mr. Michael Edes and uh, got diagnosed. And, yeah. So wait, who got? So wait, did your? So when did your sister get diagnosed? Um, so we got diagnosed at the same time. We actually was it the same oh. time? I, I think it was the same time. We both went together. Oh, okay. How do you feel about your diagnosis? Um, for me, I was quite young, so I, you know, uh, I didn't really didn't really soak in so much. Like I was just, I knew that I had this problem, and I had had already been dealing with it, of course, like as you do. Uh, so I don't know. It was much harder hitting on my my sister and my my parents and stuff. I I didn't wasn't affected that much. My my night vision, even today, is mainly just my night vision. Uh, so, and how old are you now? I'm 26 now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, how do you feel now? Fast forwarding this many years. So now, uh, 
now it feels harder for sure because you know you start to get a grasp of your life and and time in general and um things you want to do and stuff but then you know you can also plan around that and uh make make plans as as part of that um but so yeah i'm i'm positive and <laughs> do you find it hard to like plan for the future like not know uh -huh. since you really don't know like it's like choosing what you're going to do like for instance for a job or maybe yeah. uh saving for something in the future or whatever like and be like uh is it really worth it or you know should i just do it anyway and hopefully maybe you know i'll be okay five years from now yeah i mean i've never really been great at planning for the future in general uh but um <laughs> yeah you know i've, I've I'm a traveler and I, I spend a lot of time just uh, spontane spon spontaneously moving between countries and um, not really having much of a plan for the future. Uh, and maybe RP is the reason for that, potentially, uh, is like is an element of that. But um, um, but yeah, mostly I, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good. I think it's a good thing to be able to do that though. What you're doing, because, I mean, mm -hmm. that's how I always felt growing up. Is that there? I mean, you should just go day to day because, mm. even until now, it's tough for me. I can't plan for the future because I don't know my future. And granted, mm -hmm. I, I mean, a lot of people could say that they don't know yeah. their futures either. But at least you could sit there and say, "Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a graphic artist in ten years, or mm. I'm gonna be something that involves eyesight, you know, or, mm. you know, you're yeah. going to be like, this is what I'm going to do 10 years from now. It's like, you don't even know if you're going to be able to see 10 years from now. So yeah. that's true. Some... But you know, there's many career paths, especially with technology and things. There's many career paths. So you don't need to see, it would oh, be, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, many customer service jobs. And I don't know, I haven't looked much into it, but I can imagine many, many jobs you can do without seeing. So you can oh, plan career around that. perhaps. You can plan for, I think you can definitely plan at least like, a, yeah. a work idea or, or things like that there's certain things but in terms of like knowing where your vision's gonna head it's it's impossible yeah know, yeah I mean, exactly 10 it's years just... 10 years from i mean if I, I i probably if i knew now you know back then yeah. i probably would have i'd probably have a different you know path right now because i would have been like okay okay i have way more vision than i thought i was gonna have hmm. at this point so i could have done this you know well, wow, but so i didn't know that you know? for the worst like yeah, you're always like, you don't know, like, is in my in my thirties, is this what's gonna happen? You know, yeah, there's definitely a. My mom always said, you know, take one day at a time, you know, because you don't yeah. know your your tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, you, you could, you could, you could, you don't know. You could wake up and all of a sudden the disease decides, to, you know, pick up speed, and you can be like half, lose half your vision. You know, mm. you don't, we don't, you know, don't know. I mean, you mm -hmm. hope that's not what the case is, but. Mm. But I think the idea of just what you're doing sometimes is, I mean, in my opinion, anyways, sometimes the best thing to do is just not, just, just do it. Just do something and yeah. just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> just live for today. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, that's, that's and I it. mean, Don't... it's never been more acceptable in, in this point in time to, to pivot between careers and to pick up new things. And so, you know, it's, it would have been much, much harder, like, uh, like centuries ago when you would have had to, pick a career path and invest oh, yeah. in uh, can you imagine like having to make adjustments and things would have been very difficult but now maybe if your version takes a turn for the worst very quickly there's many things you could you could pivot into that oh yeah workplaces can make adjustments for and so it's uh, it's a that's, a, and that's not that's not weird, but it's a good time to be blind, or it's a good time to yeah. be going blind. It's always a good time to be alive. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're going blind, it's a good time for it because there's a lot more things available to you now than there was, you know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so right now, are you basically kind of like you don't really drive at night situation, or yeah, are you still driving yeah. at night, or? Well, I mean, I was a teenager when I got diagnosed, so my parents never like well we, we we had these discussions whether it's worth driving or not and my sister um was driving for a few years and then she got diagnosed so she gave hand up her license because she her vision was much worse than mine uh, okay and so so having seen that like it was you know do i do i really want to take my chances and um so i decided not to so i never i never oh learned. you never got you never got your okay I thought no, maybe you'd go, hey, while well, I still can, you know, 
yeah slow drive you know they just won't drive at night or you know yeah but then saying that on my travels i've, I've driven scooters i drive, drive scooters <laughs> in, in china and philippines and uh vietnam and <laughs> had my own scooters sometimes so uh so yeah i did i did really enjoy that like the independence just to go off and visit yeah, places. Go. Yeah. Um, and yeah before then so I, i've had that experience of, of of driving i suppose like before then i was always like i was wishing i could drive i suppose and i yeah and now i live in a city you don't need to and you can i can yeah, get transport everywhere and stuff, yeah right. So what are like what are your hobbies like what are you into? Uh so I um um I'm I'm very active like I see you active too I was like did a little <laughs> Facebook stalk I mean, you you doing like uh gym and things like this yeah I've been doing a bit of gym and uh okay. I used to run nice. I do rock climbing I do some like fairly extreme sports I do like a uh, highlining it's it's my it's my thing. When I get the opportunity, I jump on that straight away. It's um, have you heard of slacklining? It's like what is it? Uh, like people in the park, they can rig a line between two trees, tension it up, and you can. Uh, oh, like uh, like ziplining. Uh, it's like a foot kind off of. the ground, and you're just right. balancing along it. Oh, like but you're above it. Yeah, I get you. You're so like you know. So okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So I um, so that's called slacklining. And when I was traveling maybe five years ago or so, I was in France and I saw I was there for rock climbing in the Verdon Gorge and the climbing that was just incredible. And I came across some highliners who rigged doesn't or so well, not like I don't know, five lines, I guess, across uh, this big gorge. And they were walking along them with harnesses because they're like like hundred feet or so off that ground. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was instantly like amazed and I wanted to try and so my friend wanted to try too so we got we tried and I got hooked so since then I went to a few different gatherings and and I learned how to to highline I started practicing slacklining I bought my own slackline so this has been my my main sport yeah. I suppose slacklining whenever I can and and highlining <laughs> somewhere that's definitely something where you wouldn't want to have an RP moment as I would call it <laughs> oh whilst you're on the line you mean yeah, like if you, like, I, it's like if I'm trying to like, I, I want to do uh, put like decorations on my roof, and I'm like, right, for, like Christmas, I'm like, that's those are areas where you don't want to have an RP moment, you know, where you think <laughs> you see something and then you don't, and then you're falling off the roof or something. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I believe <laughs> I be, I have a belief that you can strengthen your vision and doing things like what you're doing kind of mm. strengthens mm. your eye reflexes and stuff like that. So yeah. it kind of keeps you. A little more sharp so the yeah. eyesight that you do have and that you're you know work, that you're working with is a little is better than someone who has the same eyesight but doesn't like say just sits on the couch or just watch tv all day like mm. you're you're more your eyes are used to being more like knowing where to look and having to be you know they're again they're getting exercise anyway in a way yeah totally you know it's like any I, I agree i think anything in our body you know if we're not using it we're gonna we're gonna lose it so like if you lying on bed 24 hours a day all your muscles are going to atrophy and everything. Uh, yeah yeah, probably yeah the same for your eyes you know if you they're a muscle and you got to strengthen those muscles and uh your body will rise to the demands of the of your what you're re demanding of it or not always of course but that, well that's why if you notice um, like, that, something hopefully maybe you'll notice in the future is uh i mean i remember i look back now and I think I think I probably my vision was probably worse than I had realized at the time, like right. even when I was working and driving, but because I was so in, built into a routine, you know mm. where I where I had to drive and when I where where I was walking and all these things that were so just ingrained when I had better vision, that yep. I didn't notice that I was getting vision was getting worse because. It just my eyes were so used to being trained to where I had to look, and so I didn't trip on things and all that stuff. But it was just natural. Yeah. So then when yeah, I stopped so doing that, it's like, and then went, and then you look, and then you start trying to do that stuff again. It's so difficult because you're out of that rhythm. You're out of that whole momentum of you know. It's like it's like somebody. It's like being in a room, and and it's, you know you know the whole layout, and you can walk the whole yeah. room probably Absolutely. without no problem but if someone were to move a chair or move something in a different direction you'd probably trip on it every single time because 
you had it down you had that routine yeah so yeah our eyes are like misleading. I've heard this before and i i suppose it's true for for a lot of things like um that whatever struggles you're going through if you if you have all these coping mechanisms and then sometimes all it takes is one thing to throw everything out of the uh throw a spanner in the works and and then it feels like everything's collapsing at the same time oh yeah you could like you could have gotten your license and drove like your whole life and not realize that maybe you shouldn't been driving yeah until like i don't know one moment you hit something Mm, and then you, and then you stop, that and then you're like, "Oh wow, man! I didn't. Wow, that's weird." And then you don't question it, but then you also need, so you go back to driving again. And then when you go back, all of a sudden you're like, maybe you don't drive for a while, and then you go back to it, and you and it's like so difficult. And then you realize it's, mm. it's difficult because you get that hitting that object totally took you out of your everyday mm. driving routine. Mm. But you you know you had naturally going. You you know your your eyes knew exactly what streets to look at, what signs, where signs were, where what lights, where lights were, and, and all this stuff. But once that that happened, it shifted the whole world. And now it's yeah. like you couldn't just jump back and go driving again because now you you realize, you know, it's like the world has been opened. And now you're like, oh wait a minute, maybe you know, all this long I should not have been driving. I just got lucky. Yeah, yeah, so, that's very scary. That's also like I've thought about that with uh it was driving because you your body is always just adapting to all the time it's like you, know, mm-hmm. you don't know what eyesight you don't have because you just your body will you, focus you, on the eyesight that you do have and you think that's normal until you become it's yeah. very hard to become aware of like my mom is always asking me has your eyesight got worse has your, i don't know you don't know how the hell do i know we I've don't know that. what nor we don't we don't it's like it's like all along some people you hear some people they're going i never do i had a problem seeing at night because i didn't realize that you were supposed to see at night like some people like didn't get yeah you know you're you have night vision like nobody you know yeah. just thought hey this is normal right and the other yeah. thing which most people are not aware of who don't have RP is that we have so many coping mechanisms that perhaps a lot are even unconscious. Like, uh, so when you do have, if your eyesight does get worse, for example, you just adopt a new coping mechanism. You you make uh, paths more predictable. You, you refine your mental map, whatever the coping mechanism is. Yeah. And whether you're aware of it or not, this is how you're dealing with it. So you're not aware that your eyesight's actually got worse. Yeah, um, it's like saying, which, it's like, I mean, but it... Um... I say about driving and things like that. That's what that's what's it's crazy when you see somebody who's like, Oh, I'm I got RP, I'm sixty something, I'm still driving. But they might not realize that their vision is so bad and they shouldn't drive. You know, they just it hasn't hit them yet. You know? It's like how can you you're probably you probably shouldn't drive. You think you could drive because like you said, you have coping mechanisms and, and they just don't realize that like really how bad they've just managed to always yeah. find a way to find a way to drive. Their 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 brain has figured out, you know how to do it without them even noticing. But it's a matter of time until something oh, yeah. goes beyond those coping mechanisms and then you're and then you're screwed. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then you know, something bad will happen, especially if you're well, that's, yeah, that's why I mean, that's, that's why I stopped driving because I, I did not want that to happen. That was that was I'm like how how often could one good person get lucky? How lucky can I get? You know? Yeah. Oh. Yes, yeah. you could say that there are people on the road that shouldn't be driving that have that have eyesight. Yeah. You know, there's there's elderly people that drive that probably have more dents in their car than, you know, anybody and they're still on the road. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. more dangerous for them to be on the road than someone with RP. But I think that's a judgment call. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's bad driving, but then there's, uh, there's the day to day driving, but then there's what happens when, you know, you need to do that emergency break or something like that. And mm-hmm. even if you're a bad driver, your reactions will be up for that, up to speed for that. But if you're, Perhaps a good driver with coping mechanisms, <laughs> and then something, someone steps out on the road, and you're, you know, you're not going to see that. And yeah, until the last second, right? It's not going to. Yeah. Be. Yeah. So, yeah. So, are there any type of questions that you uh, would get? I mean, because like, I don't think maybe, maybe you, right now you still appear, I would say, normal to most people, right? Yeah. So you you probably yeah. wouldn't get any kind of questions like, oh, what can you see, or you know, can you see my, you know, can you see this? Yeah, or you know, how many fingers am I holding up? Or you know. Yeah, no, my my um, normal vision is 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 okay. I def, I mean, okay is in. I don't know what, what <laughs> but relatively <laughs> relatively okay. But I do have some peripheral vision loss, definitely. And like um, you know, some I do need to look at the ground sometimes when I'm walking, and um, sometimes I'm, I'm not paying attention. I'll miss handshakes and things like this. So you know, 
I do have some peripheral vision loss and I find it hard to, to spot things that fall on the floor sometimes, or, you know, all the standard stuff. Um, but, but yeah, like people will not notice. So, so you've know, reached the, you've, re- you've reached, as I call it, the jerk area. The jer- yeah. <laughs> Cause it. everybody automatically was like, Oh, that guy wouldn't even say hi to me. I waved at yeah. him and he didn't say hi to me. I went to go shake. Or... Yeah. Yeah. He didn't look at me. I went to go shake his hand and he, he didn't even put his hand out. <laughs> Like, yep, this is where we become jerks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so true. <laughs> it's like, and, and it's funny because everyone, everyone gets into that realm. There's like, that's how RP, I find most people with the slower progression RP, that's what it yeah. is. It's, it's like first year, you know, yeah. vision is an issue. And yep. then you go into the jerk issue. You go into the yeah, missing handshakes and high fives and fist bumps. Yeah. 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 I've made it much more of a conscious effort to tell people that I have like uh, eyesight issue. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. I did not. Yeah. Or, or you know, I just put my hand out there. You just go and shake because you, you know what? Face, you know, so you, you know, points. they're yeah. more than likely going to shake your hand. Like you know, you know, if you're meeting somebody mm-hmm. for the first time, that they're probably going to shake your hand. And it's so, unlikely they're going to turn you down. So you, you know, just, yeah, just, yeah, right, right. Just so yeah. put it out there and just be like, yeah. Because if it worse comes to worse, they're the jerk now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's okay. Like, you know, it's like, I mean, I've even had yeah. that situation sometimes where I've gone to put my hand out and thinking like, you know, that, that this is going to be that moment and then being awkward because it wasn't, you're like, oh, oh I guess we're not shaking hands. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll just comment so, so frequently. Like, uh, <laughs> just going to leave. So have you had any, um, oh, right. run-ins? <laughs> have you had any run-ins with the wet floor sign? Um, no, I mean, wet floor signs that, uh, they're they're um American thing as well, right? They they all over yeah, the US. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you have, I don't you know. have anything over. You don't have anything over there that. I don't think so. I'm not here in Georgia. I'm in Georgia right now. The like the country. Nemesis. Pardon? Your nemesis. Is that, you see, that's like our nemesis. That's like our yeah. I know. Again, it's villain. The, the common joke in all the Facebook. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the the perfect height to just completely miss. And the most useless things as well, like, well, <laughs> but not completely useless, but often they're just put out, like, oh, yeah, they put the wrong area, totally, yeah, like, sometimes right. on the floors, they're even wet or something, or, or dried or something. And, and obviously, they put them right in the middle of the, the walkway so everyone can see them. <laughs> so, so, I would think your nemesis right now stuff. would be curbs. <laughs> I, I would imagine yours would be curbs then, like, anything kind of like, have you, because you said you're having trouble with it, like, you have to look down, like, you know, so yeah. yours would be like more like little things, like the, you know, great, like a raisin, you know, the pavement or something like that. Oh, I definitely have, would have problem with these wet floor signs, but we don't have, to, I'm just thinking, I don't, we don't, they're not here in this country. They don't have Fire to, hydrants? They probably don't put any wet floor, health and safety is, is like much lower standard. Than, <laughs> like, what about fire hydrants though? Huh? Do you have fire hydrants? Uh, yeah, they do have fire hydrants. Those, yeah. those things suck. Stuff like this. Yeah. So yeah. That's about the same height. I'd say that's about the same height as a. A wet floor sign. <laughs> so if you're not paying attention, you'll uh, and you know, unfortunately, the fire hydrant has no give. Yeah, yeah, these these definitely like, uh, <laughs> the the poles and the the bullards and everything. Yeah, yeah I have yeah, a, a yeah. very funny memory. Like I was doing, I was in the air cadets when I was younger, and we were doing like some um, long distance uh, march. It was uh, it was a hundred kilometers over twenty four hours. It was a very like intense thing, and we were like running throughout the night and and walking and stuff. And uh, in I remember because this section was it was it at nighttime? Well, maybe it was even during the day. Probably during the day. And mm-hmm. there's locals that along the whole route, and they're handing out water and and food sometimes and stuff. And uh, there was one guy local with a sign saying water or something. It was water. And I went we went over. I went over to get water, and I just didn't see his sign. And I just booted it like, and it was it was like kicking that kicking it down the street. And my my friend was up, who was running. He was he was great. He was like helping me in the night and everything. He really really great help. I went down to grab the the sign, and I kicked it again. <laughs> I did this several <laughs> times, and it was just like this local just like horrified. Like what, you just I'm just booting. He's like there to, just for, to give out water, and I'm just like booting his sign down the street. <laughs> Like, why is that and guy doing that? My friend was just like, leave it, just leave it. And we just... <laughs> well, I say that's, like, that's always the running gimmick I say on my show is that like when we when we trip on a wet floor sign, yeah. that's, not the, that's not the embarrassing moment. Mm. The embarrassing moment is when you try to go and pick it back up. Right. <laughs> the one, you can't find it. You're trying to find it to pick it back up. And everyone's like, what's, what's going on? Why is this person you know doing that? Or two, 
you can't stand it back up or you're, or, or you go to find it and then you step on it and you slide on it or you kick it. Like you said you, like your thing, you, you kick it. So then you kick it again and now you have to go find it because you kicked it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you're exactly. spending more time like just trying to get it back where it was. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. When you fine. should just like give up and just just be like, yeah, I did that on purpose and just keep walking. Yep. People are like, oh wow, that guy, that guy just didn't care at all. So he's, like, in, <laughs> yeah. in your case, you should just like kept just just kept walking and just be like, yep. Yeah, just leave it up. alone. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. Yeah, all as well. Yeah. So, um, so I guess your vision is is well, definitely a lot worse than mine. Then are you like cane? Well, cane now tra- I'm a th- yeah, I'm a yeah. Well, I'm not cane trained. I I would say I trained you, myself, but I have to. Oh, uh, okay. I I'll need mobility training because I I want I do want to get a dog at some point. So nice. I have to like I have to do like mobility training just to like, get the dog. Um, right. No, but I, I would say I'm I'm similar to like your 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 seems like your your adventure you're on. It's pretty yep. much kind of like I was, yeah, fourteen. And then I got diagnosed in a teen as a teenager. Same thing, mm-hmm. night vision issues. And then you know, yeah, got into my twenties, and that's when I started getting handshake issues. About my late twenties, yeah. I find every ten years is when you get a shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna enter your thirties. That might be when you find you might notice like, wow, I'm losing more peripheral. Mm-hmm. You know, you might realize you're not seeing things entirely anymore. Yeah, you know, that's like, like me. It was seeing my son. My son was born, and I remember looking at him, and I couldn't really. I I, I had blind spots. I noticed I couldn't. I wasn't taking him in all in one shot. I had to kind of scan a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this isn't good. You know, so you get little moments like that. I think every yeah. Right now, I'm 39. I'm heading into 40. You know, my 40s. So mm-hmm. same thing. I feel like that. There's my vision. I can I can feel my vision got worse. I can tell. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more aware of it. And I think once you, once you once you're aware of, of your RP, it becomes even more. You're more aware than before. Like once you're like that, once it's like, oh yeah, you know you have it. Now you're a little more keen to it. Like once, you know, like for me, once I became disabled, it was even like, like once I was actually on disability and I stopped working, it was like now I have more time to think about it. You know, so yeah. now I'm more aware. So as long as you keep your you kind of keep yourself. That's another reason why people don't notice sometimes. You know their RP and all this stuff is because they're so busy doing life, <laughs> like yeah. you know they're so busy with work and um, just doing things that they want to do, and you know that they don't even realize that there's like this issue kind kind of coming mm-hmm. up until it really gets so strong that they're like, ah, okay, I can't ignore this anymore. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And then once yeah. you stop. Once you stop, now you stop that routine and you changed your routine. Now you're really aware. You're much, your, your brain is aware. You're aware. And now it's, it's it just, I think it changes the world. Yeah. And then you start to realize like a lot of things. Yeah. Like if you never, it's like you getting diagnosed. I mean, you, you knew you had it cause you knew with that night vision, you knew, like, you think, you know, I, I couldn't see that. Like, yeah. so you, that automatically kind of triggers something. But if you ignored that moment, you might not have gotten diagnosed for another couple of years. If you mm. ignored those moments, if you just said, ah, oh, probably just clumsy. Yeah, know. it makes me wonder how many people have, like, even never been diagnosed or just been diagnosed very, very late. And whether just yeah. because they, they haven't thought much of it or even thought there was an issue. No. Just thought, oh, I'm, it's not, know, no, I, have yeah, I'm, I have this and they deal with it. And Yeah. Wow. Oh, my, my, my mom was diagnosed until she wasn't diagnosed until she was 32 because when she was younger, they thought she was clumsy. Yeah. That's it. And then she got misdiagnosed in her 20s. So it's like... This misdiagnosed yeah. or what? What do you mean? Um, like, I think they would have told that. I don't think they said that she had RP. I think she had... They said that she had something else. Right. I can't remember okay. what it was. But yeah, like, they... So it wasn't figured out until she was, like, 32. So... Mm, I remember getting told. I had either stationary night blindness, I think they said, or a good chance that it's RP uh, because oh, of the yeah, okay, yeah, two, blinking. Like, two possibilities. Um, yeah. But then we basically confirmed it's RP. <laughs> yeah. So if you could get your vision back, though, everything, your night vision restored and your handshaking ability back, mm. uh, what do you think is the first thing you're going to do? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, what's the first thing that I would do? Uh, hmm. I would go straight out into somewhere where there's no light pollution and camp overnight and <laughs> just stare at the stars all night. That's <laughs> what I would do. Gather some friends. Get, get some beer, <laughs> go out like into the, uh, 
go out somewhere into the woods or something. Because that's something that, you know, you couldn't experience. Yeah, well, like, I it's never, like for the longest time, like night visions are first thing to go. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I never remember seeing a night full of sky uh, of stars, a, a, sky, a sky full of stars, because yeah, I don't know. I just had night vision based a uh, bad night vision for like as long as I can remember. Almost like it's definitely got worse. But I mm. remember I was I was a thirteen year old cadet in the in the air cadets, and. Uh, even then, I was really struggling on on night exercises and everything. I, I clearly had a problem. I couldn't do what everyone else was doing, uh, and yeah, I don't remember being able to see stars and things then. So, uh, and that's such a simple thing. I think I, I I remember, but like it was probably like, yeah, probably before I was a teenager. I mean, I do remember seeing it, but I think it was a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. But I agree, that's a good one. That's a that's still a good answer though, because like I mean, the normal answer would be always it's always car, yeah, drive. Mm, yeah, that's a that's like the most common. Like, hey, I would drive again, or you know, or I would drive. I just get, I would get my license. Yeah, yeah to yeah. start learning. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. That would be pretty cool. But to actually, Definitely. yeah, to say, hey, you know, what? I want to just go out somewhere and like, you know, have some beers with my friends at. Oh, yeah, just go out clubbing, like for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, just go out oh and do something. Yeah, and you not know, actually have to like. Out clubbing, like... <laughs> Just like sit there and just be like, you know, not have to actually worry about like, oh my god, I'm gonna trip on this, or I gotta, you know, find a place to sit and get comfortable. Like, where's the bathroom? Mm. You know, like, because you know, it's when you walk in any place at night, if you're hanging out with your friends at, like, I say, you know, some dark restaurant, you you have to be like, okay, someone has to tell me where the bathroom is, or can I follow <laughs> you to the bathroom? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? you know? that on your mind, yeah. So it becomes like a whole a whole thing, and like. No, so it would be nice. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I love music, I love dancing, and actually, I went to um, uh, this place not so long ago where there is a it's a it's called jam session, but mm. it's more just like a, a concert because it's always the same people, and they're really really good musicians, and they're just musical geniuses. It was really amazing, but they kept the lights on. This is like amazing. Uh, so like, I could see everything. It was like, you know, they had these big floodlights. And uh, there was like uh, a lot of people, but not like crazy people. So there's space and things, uh, and also because of COVID, people keeping distance. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just amazing, like just to be able to enjoy nights out, seeing all my friends, and enjoy the music and dance and everything. It was just like, wow, I haven't experienced this. Like perhaps, well, not since I've been to a music festival in daytime mm. or something. This right. like. So it's been a really long time, and it's just like wow, I really, really had. Do you find you? Do you find like knowing that you have RP that you appreciate things like that more than than other people? Yeah, definitely. I like appreciate that night a lot. Yeah, yeah, perhaps more than other people. Other people would maybe be like, oh, I prefer the place or something like this because they have a choice of all these different venues. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This place is incredibly rare. I don't know if there's any other places in the city which has music like this at, at, with with lighting that's lit. That's like looking at a wall that's painted and be able to tell the color and someone being like, yeah, who cares? That's just a wall with color on it. And But but someone out there, there's someone that doesn't see color. Mm. Yeah, so, or, you know, or when you start losing the ability to start like like seeing, you know, blues and greens and, you know, all that stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, it, it's it's like those small little things that most people would probably be like, I don't know. Why, why do you care about that? Or why are you staring at that? Because you yeah. don't know how much longer it's going to be until that is not something you can do anymore. Mm. so you have to yeah. soak that in you know you have to really absorb that yeah so it can be a blessing in disguise you can really really enjoy things that you wouldn't normally enjoy or, or deeper on a deeper level that other people don't you can same with music you must see you, you, we have we have super hearing so we, you're hearing more than what somebody else is hearing yeah maybe like music, I feel like you're, you know, like we, we, we would hear like everything, like we would be able to take the drums in more and, you know, on the, you know, the bass and, and all that stuff. We, we, we take it all in where I think most people, mm, the focusing sound on is, the things that they're seeing or something. Yeah. yeah or, or like they don't hear quite as much of the, you know, music as we do because our mm. heightened senses. So it's like, we really, I think it's, it's a cool thing. Like we get to like enjoy like really certain things, not even just music, but other things that, um, like, you know, smells and things like that. Like, you know, food smells so much probably better than, to us because we're taking like it all in, like we are mm. more keen to certain things than other people are. Yeah. So. I mean, you're just placing more attention on, 
on on specific senses because you don't have the distraction of other senses, perhaps. Mm, right. So and, I think it's awesome. and and you can train your senses that way also, so you can effectively get better senses because you're utilizing them more and becoming more in tune with them. Definitely. Like, like I wonder if you just blindfolded yourself and like put earplugs in and just smelt lots of things for like yeah yeah for extended period of time how finely attuned would your smell sense of smell become because you'd be cutting yeah cut off that one yeah cut off your one yeah. sense and then they see what happens the other ones yeah so have you have you experienced any type of dreams where you are visually impaired mm. or like that you've noticed that like you know you may be in a dream you've missed a handshake you know things like that like has your dream world been impacted at all mm. i don't know i can't think of any specific dreams like that probably because it's a reality of of my life and like most of my dreams actually just based in reality of like what i'm doing or something and um what is it? i had a dream recently but I, can't, I think it was completely something unrelated but but yeah sure but i i can't think of it because it doesn't stand out to me because that's just normal like maybe mm. i have a dream like that i was uh, sometimes they're quite often they're based on reality. So what what I was doing, like I was at this bar or something, and then something crazy happened, and the dream will warp into this crazy storyline. But it was uh, so. But maybe in that dream, I was like feeling down the wall to reach the bar or something, and I wouldn't have thought anything of that. But I would be, have dreamt that. that. Yeah, no, like like um, it's, it's like having a dream where you're like you say you want to go into your bar with your friends, and you're like I shouldn't be doing this. Like you just have a feeling. Not so much that you notice that you're having uh, an issue. That you almost have a feeling, though, that, like, that's, this isn't right. Like, because you know in reality that you would never be doing that. Or, you know. uh, so you're talking about dreams where you're fully sighted or doing things that you wouldn't Kind of both. Like, kind of like, yeah, because I, yeah. I said, for me, the reason why this question came up is because me, is I, it started, I would have dreams where I'm driving mm. and my vision was fine. But yeah. I remember mentally going, I shouldn't be driving. Like yeah. I would be thinking that. Then I've also had dreams where, yeah, I, I, I have had. <laughs> oh you know, man, I've I had, had many vision. driving dreams. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, X-ray vision. You say. Yeah, but like, so you know, you might, yeah, maybe like that. That would be interesting if you had a, a dream you with you driving. Yeah, I've had many. Like, wow, and I've had many, and I've had this exact feeling. You know that in with in the dream, I've got this deep feeling that I shouldn't be doing this or this like, is dangerous. What am I doing? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. See. See. I yeah. like that. So I love yeah. when you think about it. I love analyzing that kind of stuff. Because it's like, but it's so yeah. fun as well. Like It's kind of liberating because I just imagine myself dreaming, going through the motions of driving mm -hmm. and, and going to places. And But um, <laughs> but it always ends up with me somewhere being stuck at night in like, it, so it turns into a nightmare because it turns <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it always somewhere. ends up in like some nightmare. So it's like kind of liberating, but at the same time, it's incredibly like anxiety inducing and things like that. So I, I had this dream fairly regularly, like actually. <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough <laughs> so i'm telling you so, so it, it, it'll make you think now when, when now when you dream you're gonna think mm. about that now like what was yeah what was i thinking in the dream or what was i doing and you know what was my emotions like or, you know yeah you know. mm. so you are quite a regular dreamer then because people oh, are... i dream a lot yeah i do i think mm. I, I dream pretty much every night so wow. i always have something so I, yeah i dream a lot. I, and, you know a funny thing is i always thought that was normal for people i thought you know i didn't realize that mm. there were people out there that don't like dreams. Yeah, some people just don't. So, yeah, or at the very least, they forget them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. The dream recognition isn't that strong. So it's like, um, no, I think it, well, I, th I felt it was always important anyway, because I feel like the dream world is, is, is an escape for people with RP because that's where you're normal. That's where you mm -hmm. have, you know, for the most part, you know, is always like, great, here I'm not disabled. Here I can do whatever I want. Mm. You know, so. Yeah. I always wanted to be, uh, I always wanted to get into doing like lucid dreaming and stuff because I wanted to give you a little mm. control. My yeah. dreams, you know, and because then at least in yeah. that moment I could be like, Hey, I'm good. But then again, I think now that my reality is becoming my dreams now, mm. it's like, is that world now? Am I going to lose that world too? Because you, you know, it's like people who are blind from birth, they don't know, they don't dream. They might dream in like sounds. They might have sounds, but they don't have any vision because their brain has nothing to go off of. Yeah, that's always fascinating to think about. Like how. So the more and more I lose, and, and if my memory is weakened, will we sooner or later, you know, have that same issue? The more eyesight we lose, will the more that starts to take over that world takes, you know, becomes your reality. Yeah, I I get into that thought a lot of times. So that's so yeah. Thing. 
Yeah, and especially as you get older, you'll, 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 that's when you happens. When you get older, you're gonna, that's <laughs> what you'll start doing because you'll be like, yep, you'll be like, wait a minute, why is this, is this dream is happening? Well, now that you know, now you have someone telling you, like, hey, think about this when you dream. Yeah, think about what you're dreaming about, or you know, think about you know, were you driving? Were you doing this, or were you going somewhere that you shouldn't be? And where, did how did you feel? <laughs> mm. Like, did you feel you shouldn't be there? Like you said, like you've you've had that, like where like I know I'm not supposed to be driving. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. supposed to be doing this. Yeah. So that's I I think all that stuff's fascinating. Well, because that's yeah, you know, the brain. Our brain is our brain is like you know, like you said is it's you know. Well, then again, then again, our brain also, you know, is playing tricks on us because it's filling in all those gaps, you know, <laughs> that we don't yeah. see. So then when you go walking into things, you're like, why? How is that there? Like, oh, because my eyesight <laughs> yeah. decided things to just, just not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My eyesight decided to just fill it with something that wasn't that it didn't look like an object. And now here I am walking into it because <laughs> yeah. my eyesight tricked me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other reason why people drive so long. Like you know, in their sixties, or they don't think it's just because their brain just fills in mm-hmm. what it's not seeing. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So yeah, it's like I don't know. People who are fully sighted have this idea that I mean, I guess I did too. That when you go blind, you're blind. You, just start, right? to, you're, you start to see yeah. black. It's just like, you know, just, yeah. you, it's like you're just it's like a piece of paper that's slowly going black or something. Like, I tell not, people that it's, it's like, like a, <laughs> I learned from one of the when one of the, I had a woman on my show and she described it as a donut and I'm like, wait a minute, that's what I have a donut. There's mm. like this foggy donut around in front of me. So everything that's in the donut, I don't see. But it's not like black. It's not a black donut. It's it's, it's hazy. Mm. So it's just there. The donut is there. I just mm. don't realize it's there. And then if I were to put my hand, I would have like a pocket of peripheral towards like the back. And then if I move my hand out, my hand just disappears. And then I move my hand, move my hand, move my hand. And then once I get to about the in front of me, my hand reappears. And that's how I describe it to people. I say, that's... It's not black. I don't see black. You know, there's yeah. like this black donut. It's just nothing. My brain has nothing. It just fills it in with some random image, you know, random what it thinks. It doesn't have any information from here to here. So yeah. it's kind of guessing that there's something there and it's yeah. filling it with whatever it thinks it's there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, even fully sighted person has a blind spot where the optic nerve is. Uh, oh so right yes yeah, so, yeah do this test and people can identify where the exactly there is a blind spot that everyone shares a much a very small spot that's, right, yeah, that's the best way to describe it to people is that we're not blind we just have, we just have a lot of blind spots <laughs> it's not yeah. like there's black we don't see black we just yeah. are, are we have a lot more blind spots than you yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible like our human body we're just so like adapting and and, and functional so we just we only focus on what what will allow us to 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 function so it, it makes oh, yeah. absolutely no sense to like focus on stuff that you can't see why would why would you interpret non-sight as black like that's completely useless so your brain completely adapts and changes itself to focus yeah. on what it can see because it well, uh, like i said it has an, it has an image at point c it has mm-hmm. an image at point a but it's missing b mm-hmm. so it says well a is this and c is this and it's a bright object so there must a B must be, you know, also a bright object. So I'm going to just kind of fill that in there. Mm-hmm. It's like if A were red and C is like a brighter red. Yeah, it has the average of them. It's going to be like, well, we'll be, it's got, the middle has to be some sort of red. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny how you, you word it is. It's like playing tricks in it because it kind of is because you can, it can do that. It does it unconsciously. So you can be like, yeah. yeah, you don't know perhaps that you can't see in that area, and you just think that it is red, but your brain brain is actually just your brain's not being you. a jerk. Your just brain's just yeah. yeah, it's like uh, yeah, like you know. Well, it's yeah. funny, and also like I said, when I when I do the hand thing, I mm. sit there myself. I go, man, I have a lot worse vision than I thought I did. But mm. then when I'm just thinking about the vision I'm looking at, like just looking out through my eyes, it doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. But if you sit there and I just literally put my hand and realize I don't see my hand for a while, you know, and until it comes almost right in front of my face, it's like that yeah. could be a car. That's a you know, that's a person that I'm walking into. It, you know, that, that, it explains so much. You know, <laughs> yeah. when I when I was driving and realizing that wow, that person came out of nowhere. No, they didn't. They were there the whole time. You know? <laughs> yeah, they just didn't come into that eye line, and you know. Now I, you know, that's that's like some crazy stuff. It it probably would be like better in a way if our brains didn't do that. If yeah. our brains were just like, yeah. oh, okay, I don't have this vision. I don't have this. 
So I'm going to fill it with black. Mm. So in no I don't, I don't have, then you would be like, to, to know, yeah, what vision you yeah can you'd be see. a lot more aware if you're just like, wow, there's like these black splotches in my vision, you know, then mm. you'd instantly know, okay, <laughs> that's obviously vision loss. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah but then we tend to take like uh you know objective tests and things visual field tests and stuff like this and this will oh, tell yeah. us yeah, so, yeah yeah just well, that, well that's the problem that's what i'm saying like if i look through my vision now yeah i'd be like i feel good i feel fine right but then if i go take a visual field test oh i'm gonna flunk it like a champ <laughs> you know even though i feel personally like okay i got a little pocket of peripheral back here and i got and i my eyesight yeah. that i do have is usable and it's good and yeah. I, I i make my i make do I could still do things, but yet, but yet, you get me in a visual field test. It'll be, you're like, wow, mm -hmm. extreme tunnel vision. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, and that's always the fear, and and or even if you don't have the fear, that's one of the worst things when you get your eyes checked because you perhaps you might feel that they hasn't changed, but then you might get that's some reality. really bad news that it has, you know, yeah. got a lot yeah. worse or something. Because they, what do they say? But, Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, until it's not. So. <laughs> You could sit there and yeah. be like, don't do it. You could just avoid going to the eye doctor and just be like, I'm fine. And, yeah. you know, you might, you might, you might be all right, but it's going to take one thing, you know, to wreck that reality. Mm -hmm. So mm. it's, a, it's, it's a crazy thing though. So, but that's another reason why I feel so op uh, optimistic though about the future in terms of um, a cure and, and, and all that things, because we have the technology is so advanced and, you know things that they're doing and and how amazing the brain is and you know and our bodies in general are so i think yeah you know five to ten years like yeah i've always been very confident for since i was a teenager that it's something in our lifetime like for sure i think before you're 40 you'll be driving i mean i just i firmly believe that you're 26 well, like you're, you're 26 it's like i could see i could see you driving a car at 40 years old like that's not to me that doesn't for 14 more years like mm -hmm. That's you know, that's that that that's a that's a lot for technology to advance, and you know stem cells and you know and all gene therapies and 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 all that stuff that's going on. There's just so much going on. So mm -hmm. I think it's a very yeah. exciting time to uh, if you're if you're you know just got diagnosed or or if you're fortunate enough to be like kind of an early stage of RP, like you're good. Like yeah yeah you're definitely. Gonna be, yeah. But I want to thank you so much for being on today. It was awesome. Oh no worries. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Really, it's been it's very refreshing, you know, to talk about these things. You don't you rarely have the chance to, um, uh, you know, to to relate in such unique ways with someone who shares quite a rare eye disease. <laughs> oh yeah, because you can't be like there's no, it's not like you're gonna have a friend that you're just gonna be like, hey man, I walked into yeah. this object. Does that I mean, ever happen to you? And you're like, I mean, hey. you have best friends that you can share these things with, but they're never gonna relate. It's so it's no, they're no. Very because yeah. it's tough for me in the podcast sometimes to keep myself separate as a host because I like I like <laughs> to treat this as a conversation. You know, that's that's why I don't really like planning it or anything. I like to treat it as if you and I were at a bar and you're just like, Hey, I have RP and I'd be like, Oh, I got RP yeah. too. And then like, and then we can just totally like talk about all the things that bother us that nobody would mm. ever understand. And now yeah. you're like, finally, I can talk to somebody and understand. Understand. like, yeah, man, I miss this handshake. And you're like, yeah, I miss handshakes too. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. yes. Oh, has this happened to you? Yes. I've tripped on that like a billion times. And, you know? Yeah. So yeah, there's a, it's a, it's an awesome thing to be able to, and now I get to do it all the time. You know, you know, yeah, when I do amazing. these interviews, I get to talk to people and I get to experience like, you know, all these, yeah, they get to, they're excited because they get to talk to somebody who, you know, has RP. Mm -hmm. I'm excited because I'm getting to talk to another person with RP, mm -hmm. you know, so, every week. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Meeting such interesting people. Like, uh, I, I mean, I, I just, you've done a lot. How long have you been doing it? Cause you've got so many. It was actually a year yesterday, I think. Oh wow! Congratulations. And right now, I'm actually kind of on hiatus. I'm trying to like build everything back up. I'm gonna, I'm kind of building them all up, and I'm gonna, uh, I want to fix the intro. And I have the, there's some things I got to get cleaned up and stuff with the <laughs> with the podcast. But I'm gonna rebring it back out uh, the first of the year. I know the first, well, the first Monday, the first Monday in January, I'll be uh, airing everything else like this one, and like I have a couple other ones that I've done. But I'm waiting to kind of, I want to build up like. 10 to 12 episodes and then i can really you know start off the year right great yeah it was really exciting for, excited for that that sounds great i think what you're doing is amazing 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, because you, you really this. like, you know, I don't, I've never met anyone, I don't think, uh, by chance who has RP. So, you know, it's, it is really important to connect. Uh, and this uh, podcast is just such a brilliant way to do that because, you know, otherwise you, it can be incredibly isolating. So, well, the Facebook thing is like, and I would say it's tough too because it's, I like having the voice. Mm. You know, I, I like, I would rather hear somebody telling me about their RP than reading it. Yeah, on a very different. Post. Yeah, to, to, to hear a personality than, yeah, than, than to, to read a po- Facebook post. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. So it's, it brings different. it to life. I think it brings, Absolutely. yeah, it brings that. Yeah. So that, I, I think this is more fun than, you know, yeah, you can talk to people on Facebook and, and, and comment on the posts and, and all that stuff, but it's, mm-hmm. it's much more fun to just say, yeah, like I say, here directly, here, you tell me your experiences and your, like, what's happened to you or, you know, and things like that. Cause then someone out there is going to hear you and be like, oh my God, I've done that too. Or, you know, there's always something new. There's always something maybe that I never experienced or thought about. And there's always going to be something that you haven't experienced or thought about that somebody else has. And now you're going to think about it now. Mm. You're going to be like, oh my God, God, I didn't think about it that way. And, you know, and, and maybe you're struggling with something. And then someone says, you know, this is what I do, you know, to deal with this and you're like oh my god i never thought about that yeah, yeah <laughs> like that's what i'm gonna yeah. do now you know yeah so, so i think yeah. that's what this is all about it's all about yeah. us just it's just to one just giant to let you know that you're not alone as well that you know right a... like here yeah, what, here's what we do or here's what i do in this situation maybe this will help you and you know, like it's it's this podcast mm-hmm. is meant to be just a, a big collection of information you know for everybody mm-hmm. to and you know one giant community you know a family yeah. of people inspiration you know people right. doing really yeah. amazing things it's, living very normal things get better you know i think yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah you know you don't have to you don't have just because you have rp doesn't mean you have to be sitting on the couch and just waiting for your life to end yeah, yeah which is how it can feel when you're freshly diagnosed or you know, oh yeah as these I mean, days definitely yeah. yeah so you know so as long as yeah. you can find this podcast and be like hey oh well, okay cool like these people are doing all this crazy stuff like yeah. this guy's slacklining or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's always there's always a way you know and no matter what uh how whatever limitations you have there's always there's always some some way to 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 embrace you know, the beauty oh, and, yeah you have to do it differently you yeah might have to do it find enjoyment but, uh, in the world and but you're mm-hmm. there yeah exactly but, uh, yeah thank you very much and uh yeah i hope you have an, uh, i don't thank know what time so is it much. over there again i'm sorry what time is it over there now it's in the evening right now, I think. It's, oh, uh, well, then, have, well, then have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and enjoy your day. Have a great day. All right, thank you very much. Right, Take care. Thank you. All the best. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP.